Hello, great minds. It's Friday, and it's time for another round with George Washington on drinks with great minds in history. So I wanted to take a moment to do something that I didn't get to do in the Washington saga. Rate him on the piece of shit curve. Like Columbus, George was spared from judgment simply because he predated the curve. But now that it exists, George, and later Cortez, should also be subject to it. So let's recap George's rating on the scale of greatness. But first, it's some history for you, a reason to drink for me. It's the history of the great minds that made history come to be. Of course, I am sure you all remember George's rating on the scale of greatness, but in case you don't, here's a quick overview. Receiving fives all around, George Washington narrowly missed six crowns with 15 out of 18 points, and I think that holds true. His leadership was not without its failings, his accomplishments were sometimes the work of others, but God was he entertaining. And he went on to win three out of four battles for the crown on shots, losing only to Catherine the Great. Not only that, he managed to somehow guide the United States successfully through its infant years. GW, you may predate the piece of shit curve, but you can no longer escape it. On to the evaluation. The present day hasn't been overly kind to George, and that is typically for one specific reason. He owned African slaves. Now, I did comment on this on the show, saying, quote, I am not going to spend a bunch of time bashing George Washington for being a stereotypical 17th century Virginian. The man owned slaves. Most of my sources point to the fact that he actually owned more slaves than any other president. I won't for one second act like this is okay, but I will point out that Washington was a product of a different time and a different Virginia, in which slavery was common practice among the landed southern elite. But Washington made some policy decisions that actually spat in the face of equality, including admitting new slave states, Kentucky and Tennessee, signing into law a Federal Fugitive Slave Act, denying citizenship to black immigrants, and of course, he was a slave owner himself from the ripe age of 11, having more than 300 slaves at his Mount Vernon estate. His government even provided financial aid to its ally France to help with the failed suppression of the Haitian Revolution. The irony, of course, that Haiti looked to the ideals begot in America as their cause. But I don't believe Washington was a supporter of slavery, but instead a supporter of unity among the states. He saw the issue of slavery as so divisive and detrimental to the nation's continued harmony that he even neglected to mention it in his famous farewell address, in which he asked Americans to estimate the immense value of your national union to your collective and individual happiness. In his closing remarks, George said, In reviewing the incidents of my administration, I am unconscious of intentional error. I am nevertheless too sensible of my defects not to think it probable that I may have committed many errors. I am not sure if Washington meant to include this in his secret list of errors, but I would have to say his policies towards the black American population, enslaved and free, was certainly a shortcoming of his presidency. End quote. A bit of a hypocrite, but I honestly think that my assessment was pretty fair. And I also think it factors pretty heavily into the piece of shit curve. Adding to that, we can't forget his actions against Native Americans. 
Some have called Washington's desire to seize territory as early as 1763 for himself and 1789 for his nation as a, quote, lifelong pursuit for native land. Historian Colin Calloway, author of The Indian World of George Washington, notes, quote, From cradle to grave, Washington inhabited a world built on the labor of African people and on the land of dispossessed Indian people. He makes clear that Washington thought that American success and growth would come at the cost of Indian land, but the price was uncertain. Washington thought it best to pay tribes for their land, but was more than willing to take it by force. Again, turning to Callaway, quote, Indian nations challenged the growth of his nation. Of course, in discussing all of this, I am reminded of a somewhat recent controversy over Victor Arnatoff's Life of George Washington mural in San Francisco. So what do we do here? Washington was pretty upfront, certainly an American hero, and like Jefferson and Hamilton, also backtracked on their hopes and morals and dreams. He was bound by the fragile structure of his new nation. He certainly was on the wrong side of history when it comes to slavery, but I think Washington's position was so unique that the situation becomes very complex. Compared to Hamilton, maybe he was a little bit of a piece of shit. Maybe not. Compared to Jefferson, Louis, Catherine, and of course Stalin, he was kind of a saint. I'm very torn here. So let's do a quick shot. <clears throat> Today I am chasing this episode with a shot of cheap sour mash whiskey from Lone Star Distillery in Kentucky. It's not very good, but it's not that bad, and I've certainly had worse for far more expensive prices. Let's save the formal rating for another day and move back to George Washington. Now, I know the man of his time argument has faded from the realm of acceptable phrases, but that really is what he was, a man of his time, and an exceptional one, but flawed. He had his faults, and maybe he could have done more. I think it was difficult for him to make any moves against slavery as president, but I am not convinced that he really wanted to. I mean, the man owned a lot of people. He only freed them after he didn't, quote, need them anymore, and he kept those he, again, quote, needed to care for his wife, even after his death. I actually posed this question to the wisest group of people I know, the bedrock of this show, the bedrock of cultured and civilized society, teachers. I got mixed feedback, but I was not alone in the sentiment that has been stuck in the back of my mind for some time now. I gave George a lot of credit for the precedence he set as leader and president of the United States, for refusing the crown, protecting democracy, maintaining neutrality, and stepping down in that truly Cincinnatus moment. In doing nothing to better the situation regarding slavery during his presidency, he too set the tone, the precedent that future presidents didn't have to address it either. Hell, even Jefferson addressed it. I think Washington's position as first leader of a new, fragile nation was particularly unique, but he basically passed the buck to the next generation, and presidents after him would continue to follow Washington's lead for the next 70 years. I can't and won't say if I think the good outweighs the bad here. The bad really sucked, but on the piece of shit curve, I think Washington falls into the people-owning principled great that failed to act, regardless of his unique situation. He is right there with Catherine, save only that he seemed to gravitate towards slavery while in power and not away from it. I will be falling in line with the majority of teachers that I surveyed who said to deduct one to three points and only deduct two POS points from George Washington. This knocks George's score down to 13 out of 18 points, and he just narrowly gets to keep his five crown. Well, that's it. George isn't really a piece of shit, at least not a big one in my book. 
but at least we were fair. If you love DGMH, be sure to join the Facebook page and follow me on Instagram at DGMH underscore history podcast. If you love the show, be sure to leave us a great, hopefully five-star review on Apple Podcast, and please, please, please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of the great content coming up over the next couple of months. If you love the show and want to help us out, maybe pay for some of these drinks, be sure to visit my Patreon page, which can be found in the show links. There you can help support the show and even get access to upcoming bonus content. Well, that's it. Cheers. Thank you.